There's no moment that we come to in our purpose, in our calling that God has created us for. There's no moment, no season, no situation that we go through where we're not required to have faith in order to move through that. And faith is something that happens supernaturally on the inside of us. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So when we hear the truth of this living word, it's alive and it's powerful. God's spirit is in this. Of no other book or writing can that be said, that this is alive. And when we hear this living word and we receive it with an open heart, the Bible says that the Spirit of God bears witness with our spirit. So the Holy Spirit that's living in us because of Jesus bears witness with our spirit of this truth that we hear. We receive it, and then it supernaturally establishes or grows and increases faith that is in us. The Bible also says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. And so if you can just picture in your mind's eye when you hear the truth of the word of God and your spirit receives it, that your faith is enlarged, it is increased, it is expanded, and there is something of solid rock foundation of substance that your faith now possesses that's resident on the inside of you. That as you go through things in your life, your footing can remain secure and intact upon that solid foundation. There is power and leverage for your faith to push off of because it's coming off of something that's rooted and grounded in the truth of God's living, inspired, infallible word. Isn't that amazing? It's supernatural the way faith is produced on the inside of us. And we know from the Bible that as we see the life of a believer walked out, that faith is something that really is supposed to always be growing and always be increasing. You say, really, Pastor, I didn't know that. I thought faith was just faith, and you had it or you didn't. No, faith is always growing, and it's always increasing as we continue to feast upon the Word of God and spend time with Him and get to know Him more. It continues to grow and build that faith that's in us and more aptly prepare us for the future seasons and challenges and things that God is calling and creating us for. We know in many instances, in fact, there's a situation where a man had a demon-possessed son, and he came to Jesus and he said, Lord, heal my son. And Jesus said, do you believe? And the man said something really crazy. I read through and studied this so many times because it always threw me off a little bit. He said, Lord, I believe. Help me with my unbelief. It's like, wait a minute. I believe. Help me with my unbelief. And I, I've, I've come to realize and understand what those scriptures mean. It means that there is a measure of faith in the man. He believed that Jesus was who he said he was. He believed that he could heal people because he had seen and he had heard, and so he trusted in that. But he was asking for God to give him more faith to believe for greater things and to see greater things come to pass. And that's really a picture, I think, of how we are at any point really in our lives when we're walking with God. There's a measure of faith. 
The Bible says that when we accept Jesus, there's always a measure of faith that God gives us, but we're all looking toward and seeking God to grow and increase our faith and expand that faith for greater things that are still yet ahead. Are you with me? We know that even in the beginning of when we receive Jesus, listen, we hear the good message of the gospel. You have to first hear about Jesus and who he is. And then when you hear it with an open heart and you receive or embrace that, then you supernaturally have faith and God gives his grace, his salvation, imparts it to us. Bible says that we, it's imputed, meaning it passes through, and we receive the grace of salvation after we've believed, and we've believed after we've heard. Are you with me? It's a pretty awesome sequence of events. And so as we read the word of God, as we hear the word of God preached or taught, and our spirit receives it with an open heart, Bible talks about how the word is seed, and it really requires good soil that it can take root and grow in. So we're responsible for the soil of our heart. That has everything to do with how we receive the word. And then when the seed can take root and grow, it begins to supernaturally produce faith in us, and then that faith begins becomes a substance on which our lives can then thrust off of and combat the enemy through every season and challenge that we'll face in our lives on the ways to the great and mighty purposes and destiny that God has created us for. And so we're all about that increasing, expanding faith. And I've thought about this, and I was thinking, man, I need to come up with a good kind of analogy for, for this message today about how faith is always moving forward. And I thought, you know what faith is a lot like? It's a lot like football. <laughs> yeah, it's a great one. And trust me, this is, really, this is a really good analogy, okay? It's a lot like football, and specifically running backs, because running backs... They're given the ball, and their job is to run with that ball and never get brought down. Now, think about what the running back encounters on his way to victory, on his way to the finish line. That running back is going to encounter a variety of different kinds of defenders, and those defenders are all tasked with the mission of bringing that running back down and stopping that running back from making any future forward progress. They're all going to come and hit him at some point along the way, and their goal when they hit him is to get him to stop moving forward and go down to the ground so that he can't get back up. That's what they're trying to do. And think about it. There's all kinds of, see, I told you it was good. See, there are all kinds of different defenders on the field. There's the defensive line that are big and stout, and they're forming a barrier right in the beginning. But then you have the linebackers who are still big, but they're a little more lean, and they're agile, and they can float out to the midfield pretty quickly and run the running back down a lot of times. And if that doesn't do the trick, you've got the free safeties in the corners in the back that are some of the fastest men on the planet that can chase them down and bring them down if they make it into the backfield. So the, there's all these different kinds of defenders. Can I ask you something? Does the devil have different schemes? Does he have different tactics? Does he have different ways of hitting us to try to knock us off guard? Does he come at us hitting us hard sometimes, but then come at us and blindside us at other times? 
Does he try to chase us down and keep us from going all the, all the way? In the end, he's always trying to do the same thing that the defenders are trying to do. He's trying to stop us and keep us from advancing and moving forward. He wants our faith to stop being active at the moment he hits us with opposition and resistance. He says, if I can hit them and bring them down and their faith can quit being operable in their life and in their situation, then they're powerless. Because without faith, we can do nothing to combat our enemy. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So our faith is always a requirement for the life of godliness that we're called to. You know, it'd be nice if it were this way, I I think, but it's not, that if we were able to stop in moments and say, my faith needs a break today. Devil, I'm going to sit this out for a little bit. I'm going to go on the bench. I'm going to get some Gatorade. I'm going to catch my breath. You just hold tight. Time out. And uh, I got two more left, right? Time out. I'm going to sit on the, And whenever I'm refreshed and ready, then I'm going to come back and, and then we can play the game again. The enemy doesn't work like that, right? In fact, he, he likes to hit you when you're down. When he sees you weak, he's going to try to come in for the kill. He's going to try to finish you off because his whole objective, once he's lost the battle for your soul, once you've given your life to Jesus and you're born again and he's lost the battle for your soul, His whole objective now becomes to destroy the works of God from happening in and through your life. Because if he can stifle that, then he can impede kingdom movement and prevent others from experiencing the power and purposes of God transferring in and through your life. And he says, I'm going to hit him hard, and I'm going to hit him from every direction, He's got various, the Bible says if you fall into various trials, that means diverse and all these different types, and he's going to use all different things to try to hit us and bring us down, but that's okay, because we serve a mighty God, and greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world, and you are always equipped, and you are always sufficiently prepared for every challenge that God would bring you into if you'll fully rely upon him. Will he grow your faith through every season so you have more faith in the future? Absolutely, yes. But that doesn't mean that you're ineptly or inadequately prepared for the season that you're in right now. Your faith is, should be sufficient, right? Measure faith that God gives us, and we're seeking for that faith to grow and to increase. And so our faith has to be much like the great running backs of old and the ones who are considered to be the most prominent, which is that they say about them, their feet and their legs never stop moving. They just keep running. Now, they may be running super lightning fast, and then boom, they hit a defender, and that defender tries to slow them down, but their legs keep on moving and they keep pushing forward and when they're good and they're strong they break those tackles off and they move on and then boom they're hit with another one and then they break those off because their legs never stop moving and they always keep advancing it is relentless and that is the way our faith has to be because we are facing a relentless foe The Bible says that your adversary, the devil, roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's on the prowl. 
guys all the time. He is most certainly relentless in his effort to attack and destroy the works of God in our lives. So we will meet him with a relentless kind of faith that never stops moving, keeping our legs going so there's never a point that we get to where we're ready to just throw in the towel. We're ready to just call it quits. We need to resolve that if we're going to rise into the calling that God has for us and what he's prepared for us, then we are going to have to make sure at every season and through everything that we hit, our legs continue to keep moving. Our faith keeps on persisting and persevering through every single obstacle that we will encounter. Are you with me? And, and, and I thought of this before, like, you know, man, you know, so, sometimes we go through these moments, we go through these things, and it's hard, and so we have faith, and then we break through, or something happens, it seems like God shows up and kind of brings us through that season, but we sometimes get hit off guard again right after that, because we think like all of a sudden, okay, I made it. Now I'm, I'm there. Okay, now I can just kind of like relax and take it easy now. But the reality is, is that, that you're never going to be able to take it easy in your faith. That's what relentless faith is. That's why I'm using that term is that it's relentless. It never stops moving forward to combat and face the opposition that we are up against. And it will always be required in every season of our lives that we're going through. But the great news is that our faith isn't grounded, isn't rooted in anything of ourselves. It isn't resting upon anything of this world. It's actually resting upon the creator of heaven and earth. The Bible says that he stands over his word and is ready to perform it. It says that his word will never return void. So the God of heaven and earth that we serve is the one who is responsible for bringing the power, bringing the victory, and bringing the strength that travels or transfers right behind our faith as we activate our faith in the seasons and situations that we go through. And as we walk through all of these things, our faith gets stronger, we get more prepared, we get more filled up with the things of God, and the enemy can keep on coming and keep on coming, and we're going to keep on hitting him right back. And those legs will keep on moving. It may feel like you get hit with a 300-pound defensive back sometimes. It may feel like your legs are moving, but it doesn't seem like you're even going anywhere. Listen, just keep moving your legs because God is faithful and ready to perform his word. We don't always know the times or the seasons when he'll show up to do certain things or how it will happen. That is part of faith that is relentless. It means I will have faith. It will persist in the absence of understanding. And that's something. Your faith persists in the absence of understanding. I will continue to obey, to be obedient to the Lord, even when it looks like in the natural eye 
that that will put me in a more difficult or disadvantageous position in this situation that I'm going through. The enemy would love to get you to tempt you to think, hey man, if you just circumvent, if you just tell that little lie, if you just, you know, skirt the issue a little bit right here, if you're just a little dishonest, it won't really create too much harm, but it'll make things much better for you. It won't be as hard or as painful for you if you'll just do that. Don't take the bait. The enemy is trying to tempt you subtly and easily at different corners to disobey God or to come out from under what God has told us to do and lure us into the place where we begin to give him a priority or a foothold in our lives to be able to come at us and then start to do the greater damage that he wants to once we come out of that place of faith. That would be acting inconsistent with faith. And faith needs to always be the measure or the response that we have to the things that we go through in our lives. And I don't know about you, but, you know, I know it's not going to be easy. I know it's not going to all be roses and sunshine all the time. But I'm okay with that. Because my Lord suffered. He suffered greatly for me. I think I can suffer for him. I think I can be okay going through tough seasons if it'll draw me closer to him and allow his works to be more complete and evident in and through my life. And I'll trust in him every step of the way. My faith to remain strong, to persist, to be unrelenting, no matter how hard or difficult it might seem. And you know what? Those breakthroughs, they will come. There will be those moments where all of a sudden you seem like now all of a sudden you're busting through. You're breaking through. It's the, the sea is parting. The enemy is losing his grip. Things are unraveling for him. And God is now thrusting you forward into this next place or into this victory. Those moments do come. They do happen. But the whole thing is, is that they come and they arrive for those who have kept their legs moving, even when they got hit and it seemed like they weren't advancing forward while they were doing that. And then all of a sudden, there's these times that for the most part are even unexplainable for us. Why did it happen then and not now? Why did it happen this way and not that way? I don't know. I'm not God and I'm not going to try to be. Are you with me? He's the one who knows better of what we need than we know what we need. And if we'll trust him and have faith, that means that no matter what the circumstances look like, our faith continues to persist, continues to advance, and it continues to grow and expand through every situation that we encounter. And you know where that finish line is? You know where that goal line is? It's when we breathe our last breath, folks. And this age is over for us, and eternity sets in for us. And then that fight, it's done. It's over. And we're in a place of perfect paradise with our loving Father forever and ever and all of time in his presence and never outside of it. But until that day comes, we have a mission. We have a purpose. God is has us here for a reason. Each and every one of us right now in a chair have been created for magnificent things. God has a destiny on your life, and it's going to require faith in order for you to see it through. 
Your faith is imperative to the purpose and the power and the destiny that God has called you, created you to live in and walk in. Let's resolve today that the enemy can come from any direction he wants to because he's coming either way. But when he comes, he will be met with a relentless, furious kind of faith that will refuse to relent, will refuse to give in the towel, will refuse to lay down on the ground. We will keep on moving. We will keep on running. And if that be our resolve, that be our approach, can I tell you something? He's already lost a whole bunch of the power that he had to begin with. If there was ever a sellout point before, if there was ever a up until and then I'm out and then I'm done, then he's already got an advantage. But if our resolve is that, you know what, my faith and trust in God through everything that I'm going to go through is never going to stop. It's just going to keep burning hotter. It's going to keep growing. It's going to keep increasing. And devil, you come at me with everything you got. But I'm telling you, I come with one mightier than you. It's like David said to the giants, you come at me with a javelin and a spear. Devil, you come at me with linebackers and cornerbacks and defensive ends. But I come at you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. And we serve a great and mighty God who is already put the enemy under his foot. And because we've inherited as heirs of righteousness with Jesus that rightful position, we too have the authority to put the devil, his schemes, his tactics under our foot. It requires our faith in order to position him where he belongs. And then we walk in victory. Hard times, good times, peaks, valleys, all different beautiful seasons of life. Every season under the sun is created in its time, is beautiful in its time. Good times, difficult times, they're all a part of this beautiful life that God has prepared for us, but faith is required through every single one of them. Are you with me? So I pray today that your faith is increased. I pray that your faith is strengthened. I pray that you will feast upon the living, infallible, inspired word of God himself, that you will hear his voice and that your faith will expand, it will increase, and by God, that your feet never stop moving. Amen.